Are you young and retrenched? Today, we're not gonna lie. Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of NGL. Today, we want to talk about a topic that has been growing in terms mm. of its traction and I think CNA released an article that talked about the retrenchment amongst younger workers. Oh, so yeah. in the article, they actually talked about how retrenchment rates actually have been on a rise in the past year and particularly amongst younger workers. And personally, I actually know a number of friends who have either been retrenched or mm -hmm. have been at risk of retrenchment in the past year. So we thought today, why not let's talk about this topic to give listeners who are in this position a, a chance to know that you're really, really not alone in this situation mm -hmm. you may find yourself in, but to also hear from the experience of somebody who actually went through something like that. Lah. So we want to talk about this. That's right. So uh, for today, we've got PD here with us on the show. Uh, PD is uh, below 30 and uh, got let go recently also. So he's here to share with us his stories. So, uh, PD, why don't you um, introduce yourself to our listeners and viewers? Hi everyone, I'm Peter. Uh, I'm 29 years old. I was let go four months ago and have been looking for a job since. Uh, back then, I was in the role for two years and four months. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I got the news uh, pretty suddenly that I was retrenched. Oh, right. wow. Do you know any other friends who are in this position, like around your age? Actually, not really. Yeah, but maybe just one or two because mm. I don't think people really announce on socials when, when this yeah, happen. Man, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, one yeah, thing yeah. you don't post on your IG. Yeah, unless close friends are. Yeah. Mm. So for you yeah. in these past few months as you've been navigating this new phase, you're kind of like in it on your own. La. At the start, yes. I try to mm. keep it um, under wraps and uh, just try to apply as much as I know how, mm. you know, from SMU. Mm. So we think that we can do anything. Right? <laughs> that's right. So, A different you. <laughs> <laughs> so I like clean up my resume and just try to do it on mm. my own. But I realized after a while that it didn't really work out because um, I think I wasn't beating the application bots. You know, they were looking out for keywords and those kind of things. Oh, so, <laughs> Maybe you can let us know what happened. Maybe what things were like at your previous workplace, how the news was delivered to you, how you mm. felt, things like that. Mm, okay. So a bit of background was I was in a customer success role in a health technology company. So it was, it was really a pretty good role. Mm. Uh, very chill, remote working. Um, oh, and wow. the company was based in Australia. So they're always like, you know, take it easy. Yeah, man. Five o'clock, like, can <laughs> knock off already, right? <laughs> yeah, It's yeah. only three hours ahead. Yeah, maybe slightly less than five o'clock. Like 4.30. Wow. <laughs> but, okay, because the... Living the life. Our product was really on... Um, health a digital health platform so they're always advocating mm. for work-life balance so um, it, was a, it was a very very great great place to be in mm. um, then I think I got the news two years four months in the job uh, I thought it was just a regular update from my boss and then when I saw him in the call with the HR person oh, I was babe. like oh gosh oh. I knew oh, I was coming oh. and they both looked so sad really <laughs> they were both so solemn I was like oh because usually when they come in, they're like smiling. Hey, yeah, how's it going? How's it day? Oh, man. Yeah. I think it was pretty alright. Yeah, I took it quite okay. Mm. What uh, did they say? Like, how, how, was, how did they open the Zoom? Yeah. Hey, payday. <laughs> in the Aussie Express. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they did start with, how's it going? <laughs> so so after, just give it to me. Wait, then, but you knew lah, the minute you saw HR. You yeah, maybe I saw both of them. I was like, okay. Is it, like, how do you know though? Like, uh, because you thought it was just an update. Mm. A work status meeting, right? Yeah, but your work status yeah, update, HR, HR don't join. Yeah, in fact, yeah. I hardly see her. So. Was it in like a retrenchment season? Do you hear news that people no. are getting let go? Actually, I was one of the first few. 
So it was, yeah. un- it was actually very unexpected. It's just that on the call then when you saw your HR, then you knew already. Yes, yeah. it was very unexpected. Yeah, mm. actually the, the week before, it was quite strange because like the CEO was uh, assuring us that, hey, we are doing okay. We won't be let go. Yeah, oh. and then oh, th- wow. then this happened. Oh, yeah. really <laughs> out of nowhere, man. Yeah, so I must say he was really a good salesman, you know. Like, <laughs> Okay, so how, how did they deliver yeah. the news? Yeah, it's always been uh, remote working. So the call came via Teams and then mm. uh. Uh, he just let me know uh, that, that they tried to reassign me to other positions but couldn't then just had to let me go. Mm. Which was quite okay because they gave me like 10 weeks of paid leave. So okay, just to support me to yeah. find a job. Mm. So in every sense, I think it was quite alright. It was a good transition before I was released. Yeah. Mm. How do you feel though? Actually, I felt a bit uh, I was pretty different. I say like not a normal reaction when people get let go. Like people will be like, oh my god, I'm so sad. You know, I want to yeah. just sit down and cry. Shocked and all. But my first reaction was, I'm so sorry for them. Wait, what? <laughs> like, I genuinely felt it was their loss. You know, because like, I'm such a good, capable worker. I love how you say this with such a stable tone in your voice. Eh? Like, you sincerely believe it from the bottom of your I life. sincerely believe it. Yes. <laughs> I'm a, I love it. <laughs> like, they had to let one of their most capable employees go. Wow, everybody needs your self-confidence, Pili. Rising star. Yeah, I've been told I aspire about my to say that about myself one day. <laughs> you were sad for them. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm sorry for you as well. So, <laughs> but, oh but you didn't say that, right? You didn't say that in a team. No, no, no. I felt, I felt that inside, but I, I didn't say it. Yeah. Uh, Did anybody else get let go? Yeah, at the start, because um, I wanted to, you know, straight away look for a job and ask whether I can share on LinkedIn and things like mm. that to, you know, get, get mm. people to notice me. They were like, uh, you shouldn't because they are trying to keep it under wraps first. They're letting mm. more people know. And then okay. a week later, I found out that it wasn't just me, but eight others. Yeah. How, right. how big is your company? 30 at that time. So it's yeah. <laughs> quite a lot of people being let go. Oh, they really downsize. And, and they told your things were okay. okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I felt a little bit better because the other seven were like mm. uh COO and wow, chief customer you were officers. A rising star. Yeah, was, yeah, you belong you know, to that to that big player. Yeah. That package, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. I guess they had to let me go. So yeah, no choice, bring uh, in too much money. Overqualified. <laughs> Yeah, because I think it's a very, very different reaction. Yeah, from, I never heard anybody talk like that before. Yeah, because like, um, I, I do know of friends that um, either got let go or um, they, are, they just like go through, um, you know, different seasons where they see different uh, uh, colleagues being let go one by one, mm. like for a whole year. And um, usually oh. the morale of the company is very, scared, very... La, stressed, yeah, everybody's right? stressed, yeah. very scared. People like um, will look out, will just like look out for uh, mm. themselves. Mm. Um, not knowing when is it your turn kind of thing. Yeah, so like recently my friend um, that got let go, right, um, it was done in a very strange way also. Uh, where, okay, like, the company doesn't didn't say that, um, oh, they're doing well and stuff. They actually, uh, uh, they, they did this town hall. Mm. Um, it was also like a, a global company, so it was all like online. And then they said that um, they will be letting go some people. Uh, so if you receive the email in the next one hour, right, then... Yeah, so everything for my friend just happened. Like, it was just a regular day at work. People just came. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and um, and then uh, she got the email, like, one hour later. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it was quite sad also, la, because, like, I mean, for her, she had some, um, like, financial responsibilities also. Mm. Like, she had, like, to support her mom. Uh, she just, like, uh, bought a house. Yeah, and she has, like, kids. So it was pretty tough. 
Yeah. Mm. And then she said that um her other uh colleague in her team, uh, she was on MC that day, I think, like when they released the news. Uh, but actually, right, um, just a few days before she uh realized that she was pregnant. But oh um, my gosh. She didn't have the chance to talk about it, to tell her boss and all that. Yeah, because she didn't she didn't know she was gonna be let go as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wow, can you imagine? Like it's so crazy like, if you are expecting and yeah. like all these things just like come out of nowhere. I mm. think that's the thing also. Like the personal setting in in life, la, when you receive that news, right? Mm. Matters quite a bit. Eh. Because if yeah. you don't have a lot of obligation financially, I mean it still sucks. But I think the stress level is quite different. La. I, I'm assuming for you at that point in time, there were no like real obligations yeah. to it immediately be, pay for yeah, something. Maybe because you, you were already looking out, you mm. kind of yeah. like had a plan. Yeah, actually that's a big part of why I felt I was okay to be, you know, mm. uh, released from the work and do other things. Because at that point in time, I I wasn't very like, uh, I think I was quite in a privileged position. Yeah, well, yeah. Don't have any loans over my head yeah. or oh, yeah. any pressing expenses. So I could afford, and I had some savings also from working a while. So I mm. could afford to tidy up and uh, look for the next job. Whereas I think, being in your friend's situation, then it'll be hard-pressed to quickly find another role. Mm. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, so, do you have a similar experience? Um, so, um, I wasn't laid off uh, before, mm. uh, but, um, like, I had this weird, like, period where I was on reprobation. Have you heard of that term before? Okay, so this happened many, many years ago in my previous company. Uh. Uh, hopefully, my job right now in my current company is very stable. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, fingers crossed. But like um, in my previous uh, role, I worked in a creative agency. I think at that point in time, it was also very unexpected. Like we weren't doing the best, you know, like we didn't win you know, the target number of accounts. Mm. But um, we were still having retainers. Like our clients, you know, still kept us and all that. So we thought we were pretty okay. Maybe just uh, no, they freeze headcount for next year. Then we just have to like yeah, continue yeah. thinking. But um, so similarly with my friend, right? We had this like um, sort of mini town hall where um, they shared like, that, um, you know, the company was a little bit in the reds and they needed to, um, you know, do some cost uh, saving measures mm. because uh, they did not want to let go anyone. So they assured us that no one was going to get let go. So, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> he is like shaking his head. <laughs> okay, but to, for their record, um, no one got let go. But they did many, many other things to, you know, like, you they know, for the sake of keeping Yeah, for the sake of keeping everybody um, had a 5% pay cut. Mm. Okay, okay. Managers and above uh, had a 10% pay cut, which okay. quite a lot, but okay, like, at least you, you know, you still... But they try la, to keep yeah, everybody. That's good though. Yeah, it's quite yeah, nice. Yeah, like. but <laughs> then after that, right, um, they started like um, having like these like little meetings. Well, like, at least Zoom better, like, you know, like online meetings is better. But really? Because like, I think in that whole um uh, atmosphere, it's like people are really like, wow, like them see. And then after that, um, suddenly like uh, I still remember uh, cause my office was in a shop house at that time, so like the 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 meeting rooms were all at like a certain level, but like it's also like sort of like clear glass, so also oh, can um, uh, as you can see what but clearly uh, when you go up inside. to that floor you're in for some kind <laughs> yeah, of meeting correct, correct. so like and then we all share the same leaf mask so um, oh it's like you know who is going to the third floor and who is not <laughs> oh so no. um, yeah then I've had like my colleagues right uh, like three of them went up first and then after that um, in that meeting right um, they actually con- they said that they needed to convert all, all of them who were having full time jobs to contract yeah like it's not even like one year contract it's like um, three months contract 
three months. Yeah, three to six months. And then like KIV see how after that. Okay. Yeah. And then after that, um, they also asked me to go up. They're like, wow, tell already, tell It's like, oh my god, what's going on? <laughs> then, then I went up. Then that was where um I think HR was there, my GM was there. Uh, I don't think yeah, my boss wasn't there. Lah. Yeah. So they said that uh, um they they looked at my performance. Uh, which I did pretty well, eh? Yeah, but they say that it's not on par. It's one of like the lowest, like twenty five percent, and like because of that, like I need to be put on reprobation. And by then, you were working how long already? In this uh, company? I think maybe one and a half. Yeah, one and a half, oh. like, but felt longer, lah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> felt like I sold, I sold my soul. <laughs> yeah, aged like five years, oh, kind. No. But yeah, so I was put on reprobation, and um, they would like review my performance again after three months. So if after three months it's not up to par again, um, yeah, like then they will like let they they have to let me go, lah. Mm. That kind. So I was like, I think at that point I just like damn sure I don't know what was going on because, like, I thought it was just five percent pay cut, then just like that, ma. Mm. Yeah, they didn't like say that. Oh, um, for those with other arrangements, you know, then we will uh, let you know separately. Uh. Yeah, so it was. To me, it was quite out of nowhere. Yeah, and I thought that actually because all my accounts at the time were doing like quite okay. Mm. Yeah, so um, that I like, I, like there were no like reasons given except that my performance was not satisfactory. Yeah, like don't really have examples and stuff mm. like that. So it was, I think I was quite shocked. And um, I, to be honest, I felt a bit like... um what's that word, blindsided? Mm. Yeah, because I thought like things were going like sure, okay. Sure, because they communicated one thing and then And then suddenly out of nowhere, else, like, right? um, you know, in like private conversation and it's yeah. like you already made the decision yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, um, I mean, I, I didn't like um have like major financial responsibilities, but I think at that time, I was just like, um, a lot of thoughts were running through my head. Like, uh, for example, um, like, wow, I really pour out like my whole like you know all my time my energy to this company like um like i remember all the 4 a.m's stuff like that but like this is what like you know happens you know when like i guess things get bad lah mm. actually really it made you do. feel very bad about yourself because like i feel like the way pd was let go it's a bit different from yours yours is clearly tech to performance in some sense right yeah, correct. So yeah. it's not like the oh I, I cannot cannot I'm not as confident as PD lah. I cannot say like oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think um I felt like I I I was asking myself if like I should I have chosen to work in this company? Because um I think when I moved, right, it was because uh of like a new role. So like more money lah, that kind. Mm. And also more exposure, more mm. responsibilities. Yeah, which I kind of got all that, but like at the cost of sleep lah. And you know, a lot of like, like basically really don't have work-life balance, which mm. I thought, okay, maybe I'll just try a few more, like um maybe a few more years and see how things go, right? But this like sort of came out. And so I felt like it was, uh, I was questioning my decision of whether should I have just stayed at my previous company because honestly, it was quite okay. It's just that um maybe like, um, in terms of career growth and all that, it wasn't really um, what like I was looking out for. Yeah, mm. so I think maybe got a bit of regret, uh, questioning my own like um, decision making processes. Uh, yeah, um, and also like wondering like what um, actually is honest work not enough? Why? Why you feel so? Um, I think like I know that I work very hard. Yeah. Yeah, and um. 
I probably also work harder than like a few people mm. in the company. But then I also started to think like, um, I guess because uh, even though I do work very hard, but I also value like, you know, things outside of work, like yeah, family, yeah. friends. Um, I volunteer at my church as well. So mm. I think like I try, I try to not like, um, you know, uh, work over the weekends or, mm. you know, hang out. Uh, you know, for like those external company events, you then know, you like have, social those nights. Are your boundaries, la. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't want to make my whole life about work. Okay. Yeah. So I, I wondered la, like mm. if um actually did I need to have to to have to do all these things, you know, to kind of like um be, I guess to not say be favored more, but like maybe like should I have done it because it might have helped my situation. Mm. Yeah. So I think it was just a lot of like those what ifs lah. And like oh. just replaying the mm. times where I just passed up a lot of like, um, I guess opportunities to like mingle and you know get to know like the management more and stuff mm. like that. Mm. Yeah, it's very interesting for me to hear both your stories because I feel like y'all represent quite different emotions towards this whole thing. Like I think for Zell, you you do have a bit more of a personal feeling lah towards yeah. the whole retrenchment process. But I guess yeah. PD, you took it a bit more objectively lah. It's just like, mm. this is why it is. So I'm gonna look for another job. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. Then like, how how do you like start your search? Uh, Wait, like, have you found another job? Yeah, so as I think as of today, I have two offers. So Wow. Okay, but this one was like, how long? Over then, a like, four-month period. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So well, did you expect it would take so long? Uh, is, it, is it considered long or short? I don't know that actually, but yeah, I think at the first yeah. first couple of months, I was like looking at all the wrong places. I just, you know, so long as I keep applying, doesn't matter which industry, what job, like a bit of me thinks like I can do it. I can do anything. You know? Yeah, because you star player, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rising star. There's like the JD, five years experience, I three, four years. Also yeah, can la, round, la, up, can la, la, it's yeah, okay, round up, round up. Yeah. <laughs> then don't have this skill, I learn no, <laughs> Got so hard, man. <laughs> yeah, you can do your what skills Surgery future. only? Cut yeah. the brain only? <laughs> just yeah, try. Yeah, I can do it, man. <laughs> yeah, just on the job learning. Uh, I just, I feel quite, yeah, I feel quite comfortable with that. Um, the first month was a lot of spray and pray. So a bit like two, three <laughs> applications a day. Doesn't matter which company, just as long as it's open. Uh, you yeah. really open to anything? Uh? Uh, my first filter was I blame LinkedIn. La. They got this top jobs recommended for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even know how they recommend me. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, they recommend me, say I'm a number one applicant, so I just apply. Nice. Yeah, Feeling that, your confidence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they come back tell me that I'm not their number one applicant. They're oh like, no! <laughs> no, <laughs> LinkedIn, yeah. Yeah, so... But Wait, LinkedIn like he's, he still thinks he's like number one <laughs> LinkedIn never lie yeah. people just don't see your talent yeah. oh that mm. too yes you must go to a place where they value you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's you're right, like that's Steve, right. Jobs, Steve Jobs and the iPhone uh, like too advanced just keep for trying people. Like, uh, you don't know you want yeah. it yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. that's your one liner you don't know you want me <laughs> until I'm here you don't know you need it <laughs> oh my uh, so yeah that was the first month it's a lot of just you know just moving and I felt like there's not much direction, but I felt mm. so long uh. as I keep doing something every day, it's fine. Ah. Yeah. So just just keep running around in circles. Um, and there wasn't really much direction in my application. So the second month onwards, I was a bit humbled because this interviewer just like, uh, just tell me upfront that I don't feel like you know what you're looking for. Mm. Yeah, that was like, what do you mean? Of course, I always wanted this job. <laughs> so <laughs> just like every you. other job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But after that, oh, but that her her comment like 
stumped you? Is yeah. It? And that one, I was in the last stage of the interview already. So I, wow, I, I winged okay, it quite okay. far. Right. Um, so after that, then I really sat down and, you know, evaluate a bit. Actually, what do I want? If I get this job, do I really want it? Yeah. Because I think the first filter that we all look for is money. La. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Is it a good company? Does it pay well? Pay well. Mm. Then after that, oh, actually, I, maybe I quite like this role, looking at the money. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like the money, therefore I will like the role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after all, it's like, actually, no. La. Yeah, that's not, that's not the way I, I wanted to approach it. So uh, I went to get some counselling help. Uh, I think shout career out coach. to WSG, Workforce Singapore. Yeah, so they got some career counsellors to ah. help you with that. So then they... I thought you were kidding eh, when you said you got counselling. Um, I didn't expect it to be a serious thing. <laughs> career counselling, sorry. <laughs> career, career. Sorry. Yeah, so then they give me some inventory uh, questions to, you know, what do I want in my career? What do I, where do I see myself five, ten years from now? And I think being someone who's constantly on the move, you know, always thinking I can do new things, I can mm. learn a lot of things. I don't really sit mm. down to evaluate actually what do I really like? What, how do I really want to use my skills and my passion to, you know, contribute to society, that kind of thing. Mm. So then I think the, the hardest part of the next month was sitting down and evaluating. The whole retrospection is something that's quite not familiar to me. What was, what was hard about it for you? I think just acknowledging that um, I have changed in the last three years of working. Yeah, that when I started out with this kind of path, I wanted to climb to a certain area, but mm. um, I've changed. Yeah. Mm. And that's something I need to acknowledge. And my my interests have also shifted. Um, so I realized that, you know, it's career is something that is very, it's very dynamic. Yeah. It goes like round and round and round. Mm. Hopefully it goes a certain way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Not the, the direction that you want to go, <laughs> la, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. up, down, left, oh, right is yeah, yeah. it's what right. you define. La. I guess, mm. yeah, because like I guess in um maybe how we are brought up or like in university, like we think like, oh, when we study this this degree, we must do um, that kind of job. La. Yeah, something that at least yeah. is related. I yeah. think it's more of how uh, your success is defined. I think in school it's like business, you need to be in a bank. Or you need to be a consultant oh. that is success. Or oh, you yeah, know, you yeah, earn yeah. certain amount of money by mm. 30. Oh, I want to ask, like, did you how do you share the news with your family? Like, do you do you tell your parents? How do they react? Yeah, so the first people I told were uh, I guess who are, who will be my best man in my wedding, my best friends, as well as oh. my siblings. La. So I will just share with them, oh yeah, on the day itself, like after I just I when I got the news, I just closed the laptop and I took a nap. <laughs> I was like, I can't deal with this. Let me no, and my know. talent take a Let me escape from reality. <laughs> yeah. When I wake up, it's all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Am I really? Okay. You can check your calendar, see whether I really got that call schedule. <laughs> yeah, I wake up, I open a laptop, then I text my boss, I had the craziest dream. <laughs> <laughs> Trender got retrenched. <laughs> yeah, tell me that's not true. <laughs> yeah, so I told my siblings first, then they were like, mm. oh gosh, like, um, what are you going to do? Then I'm like, I'm not going to do anything. Just mope about it for one week. Like, mm. just just relax and yeah. see what's my next move. La. So, uh, mm. I did take a longer time to tell my parents. Yeah, because cause they... Yeah, I didn't want them to worry about me. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't tell my parents, eh. Huh? About the reprobation. So, until now, do they know? They, they will know. <laughs> 
remember. It was quite a few years ago. No, because my parents, like, they already, like, they confirmed was say, like, see, like, tell you don't work in advertising, really. Huh, they will score you for what the company did. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all along, they think that I do business, I should go into finance. Even though they just oh. ignore the fact that my finance is, like, C plus, C minus, <laughs> that kind. Actually, at the end of graduation, right, my, my dad, like, opened the cert, right? Then he, like, eh, you do, you do marketing one, ah? I oh thought you do God. finance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they could, what he wants. Yeah, so they will say things like, wow, I see lah, you, you know, slot so hard for the company, that end up they treat you like that, tell you really, you know. Oh. Yeah, so I, like, I just like, no, no, I don't, I, like, this is like not helpful. Hmm. I mean, I thought they would like do that lah, yeah. but maybe they wouldn't, so. But. Never know, because you didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens after this episode. Is it me, ah? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, because I think, yeah, you, you just, we just don't want like our parents to worry and, I feel like maybe if we have like sort of like a game plan then of it, you know, yeah, maybe yeah, we'll yeah, share yeah, lah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Was that what you did? Uh, no lah, it's after a while I just... He just yeah, yeah, but no lah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, it's, so it's, it's, hard, it's hard to share parents, yeah. But after a while I just felt, okay, I could, I could tell my parents. Yeah, more mm. of, um, you know, s- same skill as work lah. When you share a problem, you share what's your intended next steps, you know, to give mm. them that peace of Assurance, mind. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, but I lost a job. But this one I'm doing and I project ah. yeah, what I want to do in the next few months and hopefully get a job by then. Mm-hmm. I think this gives them a better sense of where you are at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, How is there you anyone from? you found hard to tell this to? Uh, yeah, so like Zelani, I think. Uh, I find it hard to... I think I still haven't told them. Yeah, I still haven't told them. My fiancé's parents. Oh, <laughs> like, Faster look in the camera. <laughs> Hello, uh, mother and father-in-law. Auntie, I will be employed soon. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, he will. He has two offers. Remember? Yes. yes. Uh, good man, good man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, rising star. So, <laughs> thanks guys for boosting my confidence. You it's don't know that you needed. need him. Tonight he go back, he changed his LinkedIn description. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think yeah, it's hard. It's hard, it's hard and I still haven't told them because I think a part of me is like, Okay, so some timing, right? Some context. Mm. It was... Okay, so I was planning to propose to my girlfriend. So on that day, uh, uh, I, I set up a chat group. So <laughs> with a few friends, her best friends, my best friends. Mm. And then like, okay, we're going to do this at this place at this time in three weeks. Let's be excited, guys. <laughs> the next day, then I got this call from HR and my <gasps> boss. And I was oh like... My oh my gosh. Like, how do I even react? But I think I was quite cool because I was like... Mm. Okay, I got more time to plan proposal. <laughs> wow. When do you tell your girlfriend? Uh, after that call. <laughs> Will you marry me by the way? I'm jobless. <laughs> <laughs> I told her after the proposal. Really? <laughs> and no, like, I think I think I, I told her on the date on the date itself. I, I really mm. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. that's good, that's good. Where are you now in the whole you know, you said that you had a few offers, right? But in that whole job application process, I think mm. particularly in that second month when you were reflecting a lot more, like mm. were there any things that you maybe learn about yourself or about this whole process. This one was quite interesting because uh, yeah. I think it was this interview I had with uh, a sports company. Oh, that's another industry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Try everything. And then, um, it's... Uh, what the, I was in the last stage after three rounds. Then, uh, I really thought I slayed the interview. Like, it can't go any better than this. Dude, like, that's I went there, unironically. Eh. I went there, then it's like they're all smiling at me, shaking my head. And I'm like, no, I, I got this, I got this. Yeah. That's like your um what your company your boss will say, like, oh guys, we're doing well. <laughs> and one week later. <laughs> yeah, no, but but cause like usually you don't 
get a physical interview. Now this is uh, all virtual. Yeah, yeah. So I went down. Good sign, oh, this is physical yeah. in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I shake their hand, you know. It's like, oh, I look them in the eyes. I'm, like, I'm going to work for you. Wow. <laughs> and then next week, they told me that, uh, uh, yeah, sorry, you're not a good fit for us. Like that. I'm like, mm. what do you mean? Then I went to email them, but then they didn't reply me. So, oh. yeah, it's like... Usually they don't, right? I don't know. I don't know. This is like a end of a situation ship something like that like, like we were never together soon. but it ended <laughs> felt like there was a commitment already yeah I felt like we had something going on <laughs> I, sh- shook, I their shook their hand, hand. you shook their hand and they were smiling at me that. So. oh my gosh <sighs> so what do you say to my face yeah why do had to break it up over email seriously <laughs> so but after that I was yeah I was, they ghosted you lah yeah, huh? they ghosted me then I think my confidence like not today lah but it really took a deep dive like Boom, right. Oh. So the next week, I felt like I suddenly keep doubting myself. Mm. And um, it was very strange. Like, I felt like uh, a physical dark cloud over mm. me. Yeah, I don't know whether how. Mm. I think Cyber can relate with that. Yeah. So that day, because um, nowadays, like, oh yeah, because unemployed, then got time to eat healthy, then cook, la, right? So mm. went downstairs, buy some uh, chicken. Mm. I was choosing. Then that's this voice that was whispering in my ear. He can't even choose the chicken. Mm. Yeah, what can you do? So, damn. <laughs> Seriously? Oh, wow. yeah. And not common lah. I'm looking for the stuff. budget. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some time <laughs> Yeah, so I was really quite... Oh no, yeah. that's so different from like the you one yeah, month yeah, ago. Yeah. I can do anything. I can do yeah, anything. Or even yeah. just five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wow. I, I didn't recognize myself. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So like it's that period where you know, you wake up, mm. you don't shower, don't brush teeth, just start applying the hair yeah, oil. Yeah, very yeah, tui, yeah, just feel very yeah, tui yeah. about yourself. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that... Oh no. It was a, it was a very strange period. Then, um, um, then back then, um, my fiancé was was busy lah. Every week, every day must meet some friend or something like that. And I'm like... Why? <laughs> Why no time for me? But anyway, I didn't feel like I wanted to disturb her also. Mm. So I felt mm. I spent the entire week mostly alone. Yeah, okay. when I wake up, then I like, I just want a day to end. Yeah, I just, oh. just don't really have much energy or things like that. Mm. Uh, Was it the period where you were also still sending out applications or? Oh, that way I couldn't send out anything. Yeah, mm. I just, I just walk around aimlessly around the void deck. That's like, I go, yeah, I feel, feel a bit like, a bit sway. Mm. Um, you suddenly felt like you made people may not hire you, is it? Or just yeah. even more than that already? Yeah. Suddenly, suddenly felt like, wow, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a beggar kind of thing. You know, like, mm. please, any company, just take me. I'm pretty oh. good. Um, oh. Yeah. So, you still feel you're pretty good though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a hard worker. Yes. Okay. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Something happened was uh, a friend just, you know, reached out to me. Mm. randomly and then we had dinner and then he prayed for me and then it was better after that yeah oh, no. I'm back to where I am today la. <laughs> just laughing what about you feel? it you felt lighter did you share with him like how you were feeling like you're the loners and all no I didn't I didn't oh. but so it's just a catch up yeah it was just a catch up mm. but at the end of it like he just talked to me and just randomly prayed for me oh. and after that meeting I felt so light like the dark cloud disappeared yeah yeah. What, what was it? Like you felt like you're not alone? You felt like there's still hope? Um, I don't really know how to describe it. It's just mm. I felt like, okay, uh, I can do this. Yeah. Mm. One step at a time. Mm. Yeah. I, I, like I feel uh, not so not so hard on myself. Right. Yeah. Mm. 
Like, I see I can smile again, kind of thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Actually, right, because you did have, I mean, we keep joking about this, but you did have quite a positive, like, like idea of yourself and your mm. abilities, right? So, was it also that the repeated rejection caused a disconnect with that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Especially the, you know, late the, stage, the last stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the company that, like, you know, he met in person. Yeah, like, that's why like when you crash, really, like, crash quite hard. Uh. Yeah, I felt like uh, I really crashed. Oh. Yeah, like, oh, am I really not as mm, cool as I think mm. I was? Is your whole idea of yourself coming to a crash? La? Yes, yes. Right. Yeah, there's a self-doubt. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So, like, after like, meeting your friend and stuff, like, um, did you face, I guess, more rejections? But did that dark cloud come back or, you know, some form mm. of it, like, some form of self-doubt? How do you handle it? Oh, after there were plenty more rejections. Okay. Yeah, but I felt like, okay lah, then, like, like I felt more positive in the sense that it's their loss lah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, the way I slowly approach interviewing is, after a while, it's a bit like dating. If you don't match, then it's fine. Mm. Yeah. That's a good way to see it though. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, as in, you don't take it like 100% on yourself that yeah. you are not good enough. Yeah, of course you still must... It could must, be just not a right fit. Yeah, it? you must dress up, you know, yeah, talk yeah. a bit about yourself. And then, but then like, if you're, yeah. at the end of the day, if you're not comfortable with it, with the vibes, everything, hmm. and you're going to be working that person day to day, then it's going to be hard. Then it's fine to walk away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's quite true. Hmm. Yeah. I, I had a question when you were sharing about your meet up with your friend. La. Like, were there other friends who kind of journey with you through this because as a friend to people who have experienced retrenchment right I find that sometimes I don't really know how much to bring it up and ask them about it because I also don't want mm. it to seem like like that's all your life is about in this period of time so I don't want to stress them too much if like every time we meet we ask yeah and I don't mm. want them to feel also like that's good. a label like I'm just yeah. the person who got retrenched you know so but I also don't know like actually Maybe it's better to ask them about it or like how to go about it, you know. So mm. what, what was it like for you, la, journeying with people? Mm. Um, yeah, so I was lucky to have a couple of friends who check in on me periodically. Mm. I think like, it don't have to be too often, la, maybe once, two, three weeks. Just, mm. you know, how's it going and how can I support you, that kind of thing. Uh, uh, I think last time, my ex-boss does it a lot better. She's like, always know that I'm here for you if you need any recommendation oh, so letter. Sweet. Yeah, oh, so it's like, wow. yeah, so, so it's, yeah, she's, she's very nice and sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think going through with people is so important. Like, could even just be meeting at a cafe to, let's just, you do your thing, I do my thing, but yeah. we are physically, there, there's a bit of that social connection, you yeah, know? Yeah. So yeah, don't mm. apply alone mm. or like, don't feel like you're alone. Yeah, because mm. for you, I guess this period of time really can be quite isolating, right? Oh, yeah. you're just doing your own yeah, thing. And if like, you're just at home all the time by yes. yourself, <laughs> It's very, very hard to... Um, I think it's good that when you go out with someone, you break that... You break the physical environment. Like, it, it does... It can change. Like, it can impact, you know, like, yeah. your mood. And yeah. I guess how you feel. I feel that um, mm. being in between jobs shouldn't be a batch of shame or something like that. Yeah. And the way we talk about it can re reflect whether we feel like it's shameful or not. True. So, I think... Just keep it lighthearted. I think what Angmos are very good at doing. So, <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. what? Just uh, just being very... Just another thing you go yeah, through in life. Yeah, just another thing you go through. Actually, it yeah. is true. I feel like um, somehow retrenchment... I think like the... Why, why I guess um, 
retrenchment is seen as such a big shocker or, you know, a negative light um, in, I guess, uh, people, you know, our age or even younger is that we think that uh, this only happens to people who are older, mm. right, right, really like much older or, you know, they're being made redundant. There's like new yes, blood coming in. Yes, that label, the sense that you're redundant. Redundant, like, you're, you're not, not very valuable. profitable. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's just like, oh, um, it's not valuable or as a worker. Yeah, and I feel that really will play with, you know, like people's mind. I mean, I'm, I think I felt a little bit of that as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's my hard work, my hard and honest work not enough mm. kind of thing. And I think it's very easy to kind of like, be just very harsh on on yourself, law. Yeah. yeah. And mm. I think maybe because of that, it's quite hard, I think, for, 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 for people to even share it, like, mm. with their close friends. Maybe yeah. um, they might even not uh, be able to come to terms with it on their on themselves first. So for for these kind of people, right, like mm. who are going through this, um, what what is the first step that you think they can take? Before I go into that, just wanted to like put it out there that I think that yeah, I think what you said about hard work is really not enough, lah. Yeah, you feel it's true, uh? I think being retrenched is kind of a stark reminder of that. It doesn't mm. matter if you're hard work or not. If you're not working, that there are other things at play also. Whether mm. you're working on the right projects, so to speak. Yeah, so. But I think for someone in this position, uh, I think really have a good rhythm uh, in your un- in your between jobs phase. Yeah, so long as you have a schedule and you know keep to what you are doing when you are employed, and your whole life doesn't have to just shift just because mm. you know you don't have a job. Yeah, just continue doing what you're doing, making sure that you continue learning and growing, mm. and more not so learning and growing professionally, but learning and growing about yourself. Uh, which is what you yeah did. yeah 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 and then um, and then go in the direction that is for you only yeah and not what uh, what other your friends are doing in in a sense job seeking is quite uh, individual pursuit you have to pursue your own line of success career path um, and you have others to support you along the way mm. but you have to do that hard digging on your own mm. yeah mm. so it's a bit like I think externally there can be people who come alongside you to cheer you on, but there's still a lot of internal work that only you can do for yourself. La. And I think that this is quite a good timing to think about it rather than, you know, your work drains you totally Monday to Friday, then weekend you're just trying to recharge. You don't really think about it. Um, mm. Yeah, and then yeah, you, you can just be so caught up in the um, rinsing and repeating and doing. Mm. But at the end of it, when you look back, your career of maybe 40 years, yeah. Is it really where you wanted to go? Yeah. Mm. So, there was this article that I was randomly Googling about meaning of work lah. Then mm. like, you know, how does... Mm. So, all the links all like purple lah because I clicked. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, uh, it's one on uh, Ikigai and the kind of yeah. things. There's one called 10,000 Hours. It's quite interesting. Mm. By uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I think it's called 10,000 Hours. But yeah, but it's... No, 100,000 hours. Yeah, it's about... Uh, that's the amount of time you have in your career. Okay. Yeah. Then, how do you really want to use it? Is it just to get a certain position and then, you know, you exit the race and things like that? Mm. Or do you want to use it to be a impact for society? Something that you wake up every day. I really want to do it. It mm. energizes me. Yeah. So, mm. I think to me, that was... Having the meaning behind my work is really important. Mm. Yeah, so, and then as I, you know, crystallize my thoughts and write down my reflections, and then when I go for the interview, 
it really sets me apart from yeah, other candidates who, true. oh, I have four years of experience, I can do Not this. just part of the herd. Yeah. yeah. But I come here saying, that, hey, this is where I want to be in four years. Mm. This is how this job can take me there. It's, yeah, then they're like, wow, that's pretty interesting. Like, mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I feel that whole point about having a routine and discipline it's quite helpful advice. In fact, like I think that was what like your your girlfriend fiance <laughs> did while she was on that break. And I, I told her back then that wow, I really admire her for doing that. Because I feel like even though you're kind of like on a break from work, it, it gives you that that regularity and routine so that you're not just bumming around for one. And I think bumming around generally is a good environment for negative thoughts to grow. La, especially in a situation like that where you got let go not by your own accord, you know. Yeah, so having some form of like routine where you're just improving mm. yourself. Or it doesn't even need to be like highly productive, I feel. But at least like giving yourself something to look forward to instead of just feeling like I have nothing yeah. to do with my life. Mm. Yeah. If yeah. it's rest, then rest. Lor, but it's, it's time yeah. that you plan to rest. Lor. I ask you, uh, what if on the day of your wedding, which is in a few months time, right? You are still unemployed. Like your two offers didn't... <laughs> fall through okay not not trying to like you know like say anything like i hope you do get a job but what if uh, like what if it stretches out like longer than your confidence can be <laughs> can last <laughs> oh, that's a loaded question yeah i'm <laughs> no, just trying to prepare you know like yeah because uh. your father-in-law mother-in-law all sure at the wedding one right then how mm. will they <laughs> <laughs> okay like, actually uh okay so prior to our parents both first meeting for the first time that was in October. So I told myself in July I need to get a job but before that meeting. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thankfully that happened and they mm. didn't ask me what I was doing. Siam. So I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, the food is pretty good. Alright, everything's good. Uh, so yeah, I think that, that was okay. Uh, but I think if... Okay, on hindsight, if I told them then, uh, I think it's still fine. Because yeah, I know that mm. they will accept me as I am. And... Um, so long as I give them confidence that by the wedding day, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I really want to... You know, when you go to Kotali and all this, the symbolism is you... We'll uh, provide, you will provide yeah. for the wife. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're buying her. her. And thing. You're buying her. <laughs> <laughs> Betrothal gift. Feminists yes. will yes. find an issue with that. <laughs> 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 carefully, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... So, yeah, I would, have, I would definitely want to get a job by then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, if not... Yeah, because I think that we I also need to be mindful of hiring cycles. December they don't hire. February is also kind of like Chinese New Year. So January is kind of slow. Mm. So I'll be looking at March. Yeah. So I think these are the kind of backup plans I had in place also. Mm. And uh what I will do if like okay, so my plan was November get a job. If mm. November didn't get, December, January, February will be when I go for uh, um, like general assembly kind of like course mm. yeah so like I can still show something hey, I'm, wow, I'm, you really yeah, I'm, plan out every month yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah so like must give the parents some confidence that you know it's not you're not marrying a bum kind of thing so yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but again back to what I shared earlier was that if you have a direction and you work towards it then no time is wasted yeah mm. it's something you can explain to interviewers so mm. so yeah that, that was where I was thinking uh, yeah really I think you're really okay to stand on your wedding day unemployed in front of all the adults. I mean, we are adults also, la, but the adult adults, you know, in both your lives. Yeah, but I guess that comes to the issue of identity, right? Yeah, I think that mm. at the end of the day, I know that being unemployed is just a momentary period. like mm. It's a status, yeah, but like, not like mm. you 
Like, I know I'm, I'm really employable also. So. It's, uh, it's alright. Like, in I know, your wedding speech, I am paid. I am still employable. And my resume is on the table on the way out. <laughs> and <laughs> and scan before you leave. <laughs> it's like one QR code is angpao. The other uh, QR code is your resume. resume. Then all the qingqi who the high ranking. So, yeah, I think I think that, that part will be difficult, definitely. Yeah. Mm. But uh, at the end of the day, I know that um, my identity is not being employed or not. My um, my worth is not in just my title or the salary I'm getting. Yeah, because this this is not who I am, lah. And mm. I believe that, uh, it, yeah, my my worth comes from other things, lah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I do feel like that's one of those things that I think whether or not you've been retrenched is relatable. Just cause as a working adult, so much of your life. For a few for a few things, right? Your time is spent there. The things you get praised for, or um, I don't know, what's the opposite of praise? Criticized for yeah. a lot of it, like happens within the realm of work or so, where yep. it kind of tells you whether you are good, whether you are useful, you are profitable, and all these yeah. things. And I also don't think that it's a like a set in stone thing. Meaning, like, okay, one day I wake up and then I decide that my identity is not in who I am as a worker blah, blah blah but I feel it's something that you have to constantly kind of bring yourself back to because if you just let yourself immerse in the whole act of being a working adult right which like we said just now it's very easy to just go through the whole thing and don't think ma. Yeah. you just wake up and keep doing your work right and if you do that then I feel it's it's not hard for you to land up in a place where a lot of how you think of yourself and feel good or feel bad about yourself has to do with how you are as a worker yeah, yeah but it takes additional effort lah, to step out of that and say that okay um, I don't think so. I think that who I am is also my personality, my character, the things mm. I value in life, the people who love me and all these things. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, it's true. And I think like um, even for uh, people who get retrenched, like I hear uh, stories of how their managers and all actually um, still, you know, like um, acknowledge the good work that they do. Mm, yeah, okay. and a lot of times um, being retrenched also depends on external factors. It's not that oh you are a uh, you're inefficient you're ineffective but right. um you know just the company really like doesn't have the resources yeah and it's out of your control yeah la. and like I see how um people uh like who were retrenched uh you know were still um you know uh offer uh that their managers would still like write very good recommendation hey, letters <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and um yeah so I feel like even like work in general mm. right it's really not just the kind of work you do but I guess like what people remember you for is also um, you know your work ethics like you know how how you give your True. best how you like treat other people as well at the workplace yeah. like all these things come into play yeah so being retrenched may not you know like it's not like a accurate and true reflection yeah. of mm -hmm. you know like who you are like, as a person at work yeah. also I have a very cliche quote I want to mm. give it's not about counting the time, but making the time count. So like, you know, just Why being retrenched is a, just a short season. But if you are able to really make the time count in understanding yourself better and knowing the direction you want to go, I think mm. then that's very reproductive. Mm. Yeah, because if you, let's say if you, you know, you just chong this place for five years, and then realize after that, that's not really what you want to do. Mm. Yeah, then you have to go back, start down. And in the end of the day, maybe you climb up the wrong ladder. It's like, oh no, I didn't yeah. even want to be on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then if you climb like halfway and realize that's not where you want to be, you take a step down and go to another one. At the end of the day, you're climbing the ladder that you want to. 
And that's mm. the most important. Yeah. So if you take the time to find your direction, your end goal, then uh then the the it's about I uh, just now I thought about not hundred thousand, eighty thousand hours. Mm. It's a marathon. Yeah. So we yeah. want to we, we are in it for the long haul, then it's okay to, you know, fumble a bit in the beginning, get your direction. At the end of the day, then you build a career that's truly satisfying, that is mm. yours. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. You can save that for your wedding speech. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. But really hope that, you know, your offers do get through. Or more importantly, um, you are able to find a job that really reflects, you know, the mm. last few months of um, learning about yourself. Like yeah. what really uh, you find meaningful in your work. Yeah, and not to... I think like what you said, like, I mean, my, my big takeaway from today, right, is that um, it's really not just to chong and, you know, just try to get employed as fast as possible. Uh, but um, if you're able to, to really take the time yeah. to try to understand yourself. Yeah. And yeah, thanks for also sharing tips on how we can journey and support, you know, our friends that might be going through a similar situation. You know, if any of you who's watching this episode um, is currently navigating through... Um, uh, you know, uh, retrenchment or maybe uh, you might have fears of that. We hope that today's episode uh, may bring you a little bit of comfort uh, mm. to know that um, it is part and parcel of life. It's mm. not the end of it. Even though you could be young, um, you've got, you know, loans to pay and, and all that. Um, yeah. There is still, uh, you know, ways that you can uh, discover yourself in a process. We hope that uh, this episode brought you some comfort as well as like a few handles or so on how to move things forward as you continue your job search journey and more importantly the journey of discovering yourself yeah thanks PD for joining us today and if you like this episode or you know somebody who is in a similar situation please feel free to send this episode to them and you can like our content you can share it and you can also find us on a few channels we are on YouTube Spotify and Apple Podcasts or you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at ngl.people we also have a Telegram channel where we talk in between episodes and we release information about our shoot as well as our new episodes so if you like Pei Tai and you think that he can apply for podcast host you let us know maybe he come back next time then he can send us his resume hey but this one is pro bono uh, you don't get any money oh that one thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay see you in the next episode bye, bye.